Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. It has just gone 11 o'clock and you are listening to Radio Puppet, your daily companion. Welcome to it on this beautiful, beautiful uh, uh, Tuesday evening. This is the Tuesday's edition of Intimate Moments. And of course, the second hour, the second and the last hour of Intimate Moments. And of course, uh, in a few minutes' time, we'll be joined by Tatana Sylvester Makubele right here on Radio Puppet, your daily companion. Certainly, COVID-19, I'd like to encourage you to pray. And of course, if you need prayers, if you feel like you are overwhelmed and you need prayers, and there are people that can always pray for you at this point in time. The email address is prayer at radiopuppet.com. You can send in your prayer request through to that email address in Afrikaans as Chabet at radiocouncil.co.za or simply visit our website. It's www.radiopuppet.co.za in Afrikaans version is www.radiocouncil.co.za or alternatively um, send your WhatsApp note, your WhatsApp message to 067-429-7564, 067-429-7564, and then our prayer, our partners will be able uh, to pray for you there. Tabamotapo is saying, Genzele Ogule. One vision, one voice, one message. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM and 729 Cape Pulpit. Impacting lives from Gauteng to the Cape. Rasali the wave, uh, the third wave, uh, the numbers are, are growing, but uh, we would do our best to flatten the curve and see to it that uh, we don't see as many people infected by COVID-19 as, as possible because once we reach that stage where uh, the ho- there are no hospital beds available, and then we know, Hori, yes, we have reached a, a situation along Hori. It is a dire situation we are in, would be in dire straits, so to speak. But hey, we're going to cooperate, we're going to do what we have been told to do, uh, sanitize, wear our masks in uh, public spaces. And, and I think this one of seeing people not wear, covering their, 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 their mouths and, and, and their nose, their noses, it, it's a problematic. You see somebody covering their mouth and uh, the, the, nose, the nose is not, is not covered. You're not protected. Remember, with the mouth, you protect others from contracting COVID-19. But with the nose, you're protecting yourself. And uh, if you can inhale that uh, virus, then you are going to endanger your life. But the problem again is this thing spreads rapidly. Like fell fire, can if I may put, I may use it, I may use that word. So you will end up infecting your loved ones, your colleague. But I don't know whether it's by your ignorance or by your arrogance. I don't know because I see many people going around with only their mouths uh, being covered. And again, this brings uh, up the, the the issue of whether we should uh, wear this uh, uh, face face uh, covers. I don't know what you call them, those plastic covers. I don't think those are safe at all because intentionally they were there to protect you from people's saliva. So they were there to protect you when people are talking to you because the people don't worry, get spitting, uh, I wouldn't say spitting cobras. When they talk, I mean, it's natural when you speak, you end up spitting a little bit of saliva there. And that was when it was thought to be um, transferable through saliva and uh, it was not thought to be 
airborne as it is now. So for you to be completely safe, make sure that when you are in public spaces, as you keep a social distance or the social distancing, you cover your whole um, the the mouth and the and the and 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 the nose. So you'll be safe in doing that. And of course, you don't shake hands with people and you just greet them by touching the each other with your elbows, etc., etc. And when you sneeze, you don't sneeze on your palms, but you use your elbow to cover yourself or a cloth to cover yourself. So we're going to do our best to see to it that uh, we fight this COVID-19 as much as possible. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Geldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on Shop. T's and C's apply. Come live the life at 657 AM, 657 AM. On the line, we're joined by Tatana Silvestre Makuvela. Tatana, good evening and welcome back uh, to Radio Puppet once again. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Mr. Muavi, and greetings to you and greetings to our listeners of Radio Puppet. Um, it's always a pleasure and a blessing for me to be with you now uh, and talking about good news. So we just want to thank God that uh, is allowing us to talk some good news. Of course, the gospel is always good news. So, um, so we thank God. And men of God, last time we talked about the... Uh, we talk about this issue of uh, conflict management. Mm. Um, and we are continuing to talk about conflict management now. But perhaps before um, we can continue, if you can maybe take us back to uh, some of the things that we discussed during our, our last uh, you know, discussion as far as conflict management is concerned. Uh, men of God, we started with... Uh, so previously, we talked about this conflict management, and then we started where we talk about God inviting his people when Moses gave, gave the Ten Commandments, uh, that congregational meeting that, Jesus, that God had to say that, come on, let us reason together, and let us have... Uh, so, so those issue of God saying, thou not, should not steal, thou should not kill, it was a way of resolving conflict uh, because God saw that there were problems. So he said, I will re- resolve conflict by giving rules. So he gave the rules. And uh, last, we, recently we talked about 
um, of which I want us, uh, that men of God to today we can continue with it. Where we read on the book of Matthew, chapter number 18, verse 15 to 17. Uh, and even today, we are continuing on the same scripture where God gave a guideline of how to resolve conflict in this conflict on the family, on the uh, people, uh, family, colleagues, and work. Um, so we read on the book of Matthew, chapter number 18 verse 15 to 17, and I wish to read it again so that we know that we are going through that that verse again. Uh, It reads as follows. It says, If your brother does something wrong to you, go to him, talk alone to him, and tell him what he has done. If he listens to you, you have kept your brother as, as, as a friend. But if he does not listen to you, take one or two others with you to talk to him. Then two or three people will hear every word and can prove what was said. Number 17. If he does not listen to them, tell the church. If he does not listen to the church, Treat him as one who does not believe in God and as bad as a tech, as bad as a tax collector. And the scripture that I want to add on our conversation today is Ephesians chapter number four, verse twenty-six. The Bible does say to us that uh, uh, be angry and yet do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. So we are talking about conflict resolution, men of God. When I remember last week, you and I appreciated this this lesson where God talked to uh, advise us that if your brother wrong you, we appreciated that because the Bible says you must go to the person. You must not gossip about the person, but go to the person and talk to him. So if it's in the family setup, husband and wife, one must go to the uh, one must go to the wife and ask apology. Uh, not start by gossiping your wife or gossiping about your husband, but uh, but you go to the person first. Now, now that is the biblical way of doing things. Number two, the Bible says if the person is too angry that he cannot listen to you, then take somebody and with you, maybe a, um, a counselor, and you talk to a counselor or you talk to a pastor or you talk to somebody that you guys will be agreeing to talk about, to talk to, or that you know that he will understand if you talk to the same person. And the, th- the third one is that if he doesn't listen, therefore in the church setup. One should talk to the church. One must talk, should talk to the church board. Uh, one should talk to the church and the church board. And if he doesn't listen, then it, is, uh, it will be that the person is... Uh, the Bible says, you just know that that brother of your, yours is as bad as the uh, tax collector. Mm. Mm. 
Yes. All right. I am, I'm glad, uh, Tatana, that you raised this issue. And uh, going back to, you know, the today's, I uh, would say, believers, it looks like uh, uh, these verses are unheard of in their, in their lives because uh, people are quick to rush and talk about pastors on Facebook, on social media, and, and stuff like that. And they don't have any... Um, intentions of going back and try to uh, address uh, such issues with the so-called perpetrators. Sometimes they just hear hearsays and they rush to social media. Pastor so-and-so uh, did that. You know, interestingly, I was speaking at a certain church and I spoke to um, the, the young pastor, I mean, the pastor, the young pastors, and I said to them, you need to respect your pastor. Even if your mm. pastor has done something wrong, you should you can't just confront him as a young man, but rather find somebody elderly so that he can be able to address uh, the pastor. I think in, in one way or the other, uh, we've moved away from living our lives based on the Bibles and, and, and the Bible. And of course, we ended up also losing uh, respect and the respect that we were taught by our, our elderly. And sometimes uh, the elders don't teach the children respect at all. I mean, you can't just go and write about somebody on Facebook without their... Um, 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 approval. Uh, yes, man of God. Uh, one need to. Um, I think you have advised a, a, a young man very well because that is biblical. That you must talk to your pastor, or else you can. Uh, if you uh, if you can't, of course, that one is the usual way that the the, the person made one two three. To talk to, the, to talk to the pastor, there's that element where you know that you respect uh, your father who is papa, your pastor. So some of the things you can, just in the same way uh, with uh, us uh, traditionally, where one will not want to speak to the father, his own biological father, but you will bring in Raka Adi to speak to him. Or if there is something, usually in our uh, culture as well, men of God, if one wants to get married, sometimes the the father or the parents will hear from the rakadi, will hear hear from the aunt that the uh, the, the daughter is uh, is now uh, wanting to get married, or your son is now wanting to get married. So same same as that, men of God, sometimes you can't speak to your your pastor but you need somebody else uh, to speak to him. Um, and that is because the Bible also says so, that if you can approach him, uh, then then uh, get somebody to talk to. Just to show to that, him. just to show him uh, respect, Muruda. Next, I want to see more to begin, but I just wanted to mention that one in passing, that we really need to, uh, I mean, this will happen, you'll have conflict with uh, uh, your managers, your elderly, and all that, but the manner in which you, you go about it is very, very important. You can't just do it disrespectfully. Yeah, that is very important, men of God, and that is uh, the main problem of... Uh, um, is the main problem that if you if that you must show a level of respect, of course, of course, uh, respect is the key. That uh, you need to respect some people, you, uh, you need to respect other people, elderly, and so you have said it very well. You have to respect, and sometimes even even in the in the in work 
situation, men of God, uh, if you don't respect a person, if you might have a good thing to say, but they might not listen to you uh, because you have to respect the you have to respect that person. And I said the other time, I said the other time that somebody was saying that uh, um, what a man needs from a woman in a, in relationships now, what a man needs from a woman is is respect more than love. So men need much respect than love. It doesn't matter how you love your husband, how you love your man, but if you don't respect him, you might not go far. So, so the respect in a relationship is important. And, and so if you have the level of respect, like the Bible says that uh, you must uh, show respect, you must talk to the person, you, you must talk to the person and show the respect, but also you must, um, you, by the level of showing respect, you can also get somebody to, you must also get someone to, uh, to speak to the person that, so that you can resolve conflict. So you pray for the person, you go to, with the person elsewhere to, you go with the person uh, somewhere to actually talk, you get somebody to go and talk to the person if you, you cannot manage. And yeah, so that's how the Bible says, men of God. All right, yeah. uh, we are with uh, Tatana Sylvester Makubela right here on Radio Puppet, your daily companion, and we are talking about uh, conflict uh, management. So the Bible is clear with regards to this one, and uh, it uh, uh, tells us uh, the exact manner in which we need to go about this. Uh, you go to the person, if the person doesn't listen to you, you approach the other person to uh, help uh, solve the problem. And the third, the third part that you, or the third person that you need to involve is, is the public or, or the church. After that, you say, guys, I'm done now, and there is absolutely nothing that I can do about this anymore. But now, because of this dispensation of... Uh, um, um, social media platforms and all that. Maybe people are doing that for the cloud. We see people doing it the other way around. They're quick to rush to social media to address the things that need to be addressed personally. And uh, uh, in, in so doing, we ended up re disgrace as the church uh, that they, uh, Tatana uh, Sylvester. Uh, yes, Tatana. And that, 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 the people rushing to social media to talk um criticize or talk about what the other pastor did or uh, something wrong that they might think that the pastor is doing or the friend is doing. Uh, the Bible says it's not the right way, but the right way is to talk to the person. Uh, I'm not sure if there was, uh, because then when, when this was happening, men of God, there was no social media, but it's not mentioned in the Bible. It, it talks about you talking to the person and the second thing, you talk to somebody to go and talk to a person, and thereafter church. Hmm. So there is no social media. But as a wise man of God, um, what I've realized, if we can take it home now, what I've realized with couples sometimes uh, is that um, uh, because I talked the other time to say to, res- to resolve conflict, we have to look, identify if there is a problem. We have to identify if the problem identification. So the problem in the couples or in people who are in a relationship or in the family, 
the, the, the problem with that is that sometimes, men of God, there, there is only one person who sees the problem. And when I'm, I'm as a man, see there's a problem. Um, the problem is that sometimes I don't talk to the person about the problem that I see, but rather I, what I will then do, I will act as if the other person also know there is a problem. So actually, I must be clear. I must talk about the problem that I feel there is a problem. Um, because I cannot assume, just like the other time we talked about it, that God, God specifically cleared. It was very clear on what he's expecting things to be done. So, but with the couples, I realized that sometimes the other person does not know that it's a problem. Like this couple, I told you about this couple the other time, they were fighting about the toothpaste. And the, 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 the wife is expecting the toothpaste to be taken from the bottom. But the husband, just take it everywhere, squeeze it from the middle or anywhere. So the wife was angry because she expects the person to do it the way she thinks that it must be done. But the person was not told. But the mom was angry that this man is not doing the things my way. So sometimes you find those, those problems that a person, instead of talking to say, this is what you are doing here, I do not like. But you get angry when the mm. person is doing that. So that's one thing. The first thing is a problem identifying. Mm. So you identify the problem. And you talk to your partner about this problem that you have mm. identified. Your, your dislikes and stuff like that. that. Mm. Yeah. I realize that men of God, most of the people are angry in their relationship. And they are angry on assumption that uh, he was supposed to do this. Mm. We don't talk about it, but my expectation is that you must show me your payslip. Mm. We don't talk about it, but my expectation is that we should go to church every Sunday. Mm. So if I wake up and go to church as a husband and the other one did not go, I haven't, we, haven't, we haven't talked about this issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, we haven't talked about this issue. You have friends in your home visiting, and when, when, when your friends come and they leave, the other partner is angry, but they never talk to you that, oh, mm. that, those, that, those friends of yours are not welcome here. Yeah. Tadana Arirayana, because of time, uh, Reagupining, after that, we'll continue with this interesting discussion. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564. Or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za. Reach your customers in the car, at the office, at home, or wherever they are, night or day. 
Through advertising with Radio Pulpit, you can reach a large, unique and loyal audience in a most affordable way. With over 500,000 people on our various platforms, from Gauteng to the Cape, you simply cannot go wrong. So advertise today. Contact us on 012-334-1339 or for advertising packages that we offer, go to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Terms and conditions apply. The words of the Lord are words of life. Your heart is on 657 AM. We're still with uh, Tatana Sylvester Makubela right here on Radio Puppet, your daily companion. Tatana, welcome back. Thank you, Tatana. Hmm. Uh, thanks very much, man. We have been talking about this conflict management or conflict resolution. And... Uh, um, before we went on a break, I was talking about um, identifying a pro- a- a- and defining the problem. And we're talking about that most people don't know that people are angry for them, but because uh, people are not open of how they want things. And I gave an example with the toothpaste. So it will help if there could be a clear communication on how I want things. It would be clear is because the Bible says, talk to your person um, about these matters. Uh, talk to him how you want your toothpaste to be squeezed. Talk to him about friends. Talk to him about church. Talk to her about extended family. Because sometimes people get angry about extended family, but the other person is not even aware that the other partner is angry. Um, so to solve that, and men of God, usually I advise people to. Um, people ask me when and how is it when and and how necessary is it for you to go to a, a, a marriage counselor or to go for marriage counseling. So I said it uh, going for a marriage marriage counseling or counseling as such is the same as you going to the medical checkup, a standard medical checkup. Um, uh, maybe once in a while or once in a year. However, it, uh, you can do it, but uh, but you don't have to have a problem to go for counselor for counseling. Sometimes when you are in counseling, you find things that uh, about each other that uh, um, it those things control your mood, and you did not think there was a problem. But if you if you go and talk about these matters with somebody, with a counselor, then it's, uh, it's opening up your relationship. You will enjoy your relationship. Um, so so it is important. That, let us re, uh, follow what the Bible says, men of God, that we must talk to the person. Also, in the, in the book of Ephesians, we are warned, and we are given a permission to be angry, but yet, we are not allowed to sin when we are angry. And the second thing, we are not allowed for the sun to go down with us being angry. The sun must not go down when you guys are angry at one another. I'm just imagining if it's a husband and wife who are getting angry in the night, um, in the night and then now, uh, now I'm just I'm just imagining, men of God, that the Bible doesn't condone. It says that it's fine, it's natural to get angry, 
but do not sin. I wonder what, maybe when it says do not sin, when you are angry, it might talk, be talking about physical abuse, that is sin if you physically abuse your partner. It might be talking about uh, emotional abuse because it's not welcome biblically to to do that uh, emotional abuse where you are rebuking the person, not in a holy way, but rebuking a person in a sense of um, talking down on the person, uh, belittling the person, talking to the person that is nothing without you. Um, I have got you here, I got married, I've made you a favor that I've, I've married you, otherwise you will not have, nobody will have uh, tolerated you. So, Mina, I have made you a favor. I've done you a favor to have married you. So, things like that, the Bible says, do not sin when you are angry. And, of course, correctly so, men of God, the Bible, I think, is correct when it talks about do not be angry, but do not sin. Because usually when we are angry, you know, there are many things that we talk, man, when we are angry. And you come back and say, Muhasaka, um, I was angry. I said those embarrassing it's, statements because it, it's I was like, angry. It's like I the same. because I was angry. It's like the same happens when we are drunk, when people are drunk. They get to uh, say what is in their hearts. Yeah. Because, I mean, the fact that you are saying it when you're angry, that means it's something that you've been thinking about all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's the same as like that, that when you are drunk. But I wanted to say that, men of God, when a person is drunk, usually it thinks that he could not say when he was sober. But with anger, sometimes, what I've seen that is that sometimes a person just said things because they were angry. And the, and the problem of, uh, about that, man of God, is that when you say uncomfortable words, when, when you are angry, somehow the person takes the negativity that you have said. Even if you said, I have said it after anger, when, because I was, I was angry. The person will take that. When you, when you are angry and you talk bad about your husband's family, you talk bad about your wife's family, unfortunately, your partner will take it like that. So that's why sometimes when you have spoken the words, uh, they can be damaging. And sometimes they can be, somebody might not be able to forgive you. Um, so... So it is important, as the Bible says, we should not be angry. We should be angry, but not sin. So when it says you must be angry, but not sin, as I'm, I'm also checking, men of God, I want to check how the other verses are talking about this matter. The, I mean, not verses, but then the other translation. Uh, be angry and not sin. When I'm talking to you, let me see the other versions, what they say, eh? Uh, quickly, yes. mm. Uh, mm. because this this is important. Uh, yeah, Ephesians, Ephesians chapter number four, verse twenty-six. Verse twenty-six, and then let's see what the other Bible uh, Bible translations. King James says, 
Nothing, 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 nothing can justify that one. It's not even therapeutic, is it? Yes, man of God, it cannot be justified. Um, so, even when you are angry, you must control yourself. So this one, I like the English, in, in, uh, is the English version, man of God, because it puts it well as well. The other version says, "Do not sin when you are angry." But this one says, "If you are angry." You must not let that cause you to do anything wrong. And as we are speaking, I know there are people who have, who have been divorced or who have gone, uh, who their relationships have been broken because they were angry, um, who have lost their marriages because they were angry, who have killed people because they were angry, who have um, break up furniture and beat everyone because they were angry. That is dangerous, man of God. I think with resolving conflict, we must take it as it is. As the Bible says, even if you are angry, if you are to be angry after this marriage, uh, after this message, child of God, think of what we are saying. Think of the, is the English Bible where it say when it says, even if you are angry, child of God, you must not let that cause you to do anything wrong. Because there are consequences when you do something wrong. You might lose your marriage. You might get arrested. You must, um, there are some consequences. So it is important, men of God, that uh, we take this verse into consideration, into high, very high regard. That, men of God, I know our listeners are listening to us now, and they will also be following us that indeed, you have done something. Um, yeah, some, you might have done something wrong. Uh, you might have lost something because of ang- of anger. You might be, as we speak now, you might be sitting in the sitting room without TV because you have broken the TV the day you were angry. You might be sitting here with no phone because you break your phone when you were angry. And the Bible says, uh, even if you are angry. Do not let that control you. That's, that's very interesting, that then we're about to wrap up our discussion for this evening. But then again, it brings up the issue of uh, emotional intelligence. You shouldn't allow the emotions 
to control you whenever you are solving problems, be it at work, be it in your marriage, be uh, it wherever you find yourself under such circumstances. Always important that uh, you keep your um, emotions under check, more especially your anger. You can't just uh, uh, say whatever and do whatever because you are uh, extremely angry. Yeah, of course. You have said it right, man of God, that you must control your anger. You must control your emotions. You must control your emotions. And sometimes your emotions can be justifiable, but uh, never. I know when, when Peter cut somebody's ear, we can justify that he was protecting Jesus. But Jesus rebuked him. He was being protected. He was having sort of a bodyguard in the name of Peter, who when people came and wanted to attack him, he cut somebody's ear. But right on the spot, Jesus rebuked Peter that do not do this, because those who do this, they will also, those who use knife or, or mapanga, they will also die with it. So he rebuked him on the spot. Which means if Jesus did not justify to say to give Peter um, uh, something, some some gift to say that thank you, you have done very well. Yes, on that condition, Jesus should have just put a, um, um, should have just um, congratulated Peter, but no, he rebuked it, and Peter did so. Peter's emotions overcame him, and Jesus condemned it. So whatever emotional situation you are in, um, it is important for you to also apply your mind that if I, if I, if I break this phone, I will struggle to get another phone. If I break this TV, my children will have no TV. So something like be realistic, um, um, be thankful. Think when you are mm. emotional. If, if I damage my spouse's car, it's our car, what are we going to use? Yeah, exactly, man of God. Some, somebody once said, uh, when you are angry and writing an email to whoever angered you, um, don't just send it. Read it first, and after you have read it, delete it. Otherwise, you'll come back oh, to yes. the, the um, regret that. Yeah, of course, and of course, I will encourage that man of God because when you send a, a, when you write an email, you are writing your emotions in that email, and it works better when you are using your handwriting, writing on the paper, writing a letter to whoever. But then uh, you burn the letter. You don't send the letter to the person, or you don't send send the, the email to the person. But you have taken your anger. When you write, you are taking out your emotions. So after writing, even if you did not send the letter, even if you didn't send the email, you are you will be okay.
Yes. Just write it down, but just make sure that you don't send it to <laughs> the person that you're aiming it for. Otherwise, you will come back and, and regret it. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tatana, thank you very much for bringing this one up once again. And I hope that you're going to learn a lot uh, with regards to how we can be able to solve our problems at home, at work, and wherever we might uh, find ourselves at. You know what I'm saying? And uh, hopefully, going forward, we'll learn how to do it properly without hating other people. And of course, without uh, uh, destroying the properties and finding ourselves at the wrong side of the law. Tatana, if they need more information from you, how can they get hold of you again? Uh, Men of God, thank you very much. Uh, my number is 082-071-1890. And I'm also on the um, Facebook page. I've got the Facebook page. Uh, Sylvester Makuvele, and you'll see that it will be talking about me as the, my page will be talking about uh, uh, clinical pastoral psychotherapies and marriage officers. So that that will be my page mm-hmm. so that I can con- um, communicate with you. All right. Tatana Hakenzas Nenesh Kumbushinagatikis. Thank you, man of God. God bless you, and God bless the listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Give your faith wings. Explore life with 657 AM. for his time. Please keep on listening to the other programs of Radio Puppet. Tomorrow between 10 and 11 is uh, the Wednesday's edition of Intimate Moments. It will be my brother, uh, Pastor Ray Lechoid. He'll be with you until uh, Friday on the same program, Intimate Moments. As for me, as far as this program is concerned, I'll see you again next week, Monday and uh, Tuesday on Intimate Moments. Shalom. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives on the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.